Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that drove, that's my medicine. I've never been afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat state of mind, nigga, because I finished it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads yo, yo. Podcast. H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. It's your man, Cooper. What's your man, Mr. Chris Bimbay? Yes, sir. We back with another motherfucking episode. Yes, sir. You know, we hit y'all with the uh, Nas album review and yes, an ad album review. Yes, sir. Hope so y'all enjoyed them. Check those out if you haven't already. Yes, sir. And we're going to bring you a regular topic episode today. And uh, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, it where do, do you want to start, sir? Uh, let's see. What the hell should we start? With? I guess let's just talk about. Uh, let's start. Let's start off with the whole uh, Lil Nas X coming out. Okay. Yeah, that um, is like one of the biggest things out there right now. I feel like it's pretty big, um, and we haven't talked about it. And it happened a couple, almost a month ago now. I want to say. Yeah, that is very but, true. Um, again, we we've been away before, and we were doing the album reviews then, so we don't really have so much time to talk about it. Yeah, true. Yeah, man, Lil Nas X, I, I think it was on a tweet that he came out. Yeah. Which I, you know. And he said if you looked at his album cover and listened to some of the songs on his EP7, that you could have figured it out. Now, I looked at the album cover and I want to say, like, he's like standing and in the background is like a skyline of a bunch of buildings and shit. Yeah. And I think on one of them, there is like a, like a rainbow color. I think it's actually, it's like the the lights or something shining yeah, up something, or, something like are, that. are in the rainbow color or it's color scheme or whatever it was. Let me, let me look at the seven. So yeah, the lights that come up off of this, uh, oh, where is it? Oh, one of the buildings has the rainbow flag yeah. as the lights on it, uh, right next to the XXX. Yeah. That's in blue and pink. So, I mean, you know, now it's funny because a lot of people were like, oh, I'm not surprised, I'm surprised, I'm surprised. But, like, I feel like it's not that I was expecting this Mm -hmm. or it's not that I knew this. It's just that, like, it's different than if if Lil Nas X comes out and says he's gay than if the game comes out and says he's gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a difference. Now, that being said, um, honestly, right, I'm just glad for his sake that he didn't do this before like his music took off yeah the reason i say that is because i feel like there's no gimmick to his to, i mean there kind of is because the song is a you know it's um it's like a meme i guess at this point yeah but it's, it's just so fucking popular that it's everywhere in the culture at this point right so it's in meme culture it's in probably gonna be a commercial soon I mean, the song has been like number one for over 16 weeks at this point. You know, you know, I got that long back Taylor Swift upset because her album came out and her song was kept out of the number one spot because of it. Right. So, I mean, it's 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 basically destined for meme culture, even if he's only yeah. a one hit wonder. No, yeah, and again, it's kind of like the um, gift and the curse, I guess. You know, if you want to say that, call yeah. it that because ultimately you're you're successful, your song's successful because if I'm not mistaken. I think his uh his song has been number one like for a ridiculous amount yeah. of time. It's like some it hasn't been like I think since like the early two thousands or the mid two thousands that something was like on the charts that right. long. Right, and and it's I was from what I was looking online, I want to say every time that he's been number one or whatever due to the streams that you know he gets. Mm-hmm. I think it was somewhere along the lines of like three hundred thousand per week. Damn! Imagine that. And, and it's been like easily, easily at least a couple months now. Yeah. So you, well, you know he's he's in it with the kids. Honestly, once you get in with the oh, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're golden because they're gonna be on YouTube, on Apple Music, on Spotify, and they will be blowing that song up. Bruh, daycares all over the country is talking about. Oh, take no any 
Dog. Any kid under the age of like Son, 10, honestly. I was at like a kid's like birthday party not too long ago, right? Uh-huh. And I couldn't help but notice that like, so it was like a, it wasn't no more than like five or six, right? Okay. Dog, did, like whoever was playing the music, as soon as he put on Old Town Road, dog, dumb little niggas went crazy, dog. <laughs> Started doing every dance in the book to that joint, dog. Hell that yeah. You, you seen that clip of him at the elementary school performing that song? Oh, yeah, and, yeah, And, like, the room started to shake because them kids was jumping up and down dog. having too much fun. And, again, you know, I'm not even... And, and you know, that being said, I, I feel like him coming out doesn't necessarily uh, hurt him, I don't feel. Because I feel like he doesn't make uh, that kind of music that could, he could face some kind of potential backlash. Yeah, I you agree know with mean? you. I know, you know, it's 2019 and we live in the PC era and whatnot. We still live in a fucked up place. Well, we still, exactly. Not, not, not just fucked up, but I feel like more so ignorant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of the, like, the gangster rappers, like, it's, uh, you gotta, let's be honest, it's, it's ignorance that has people thinking like, yo, this nigga's gay, I'm not gonna listen to this shit. Exactly. Man. Cause I, I, I seen, uh, I don't know if you've seen a video of, uh, Kodak Black's boy, Jack Boy. Mm-mm. He came out and was like, pretty much like making fun of the fact that the nigga was gay. But this is before he came out. Oh wow! Like, he was just saying like, "Yo, this this nigga gay shit." Talking about ride till I can't no more. I can't listen to this shit. But um, again, I, I I feel like ultimately it just has a lot to do with just ignorance and just not 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 knowing anybody. Basically. I guess. But um, but yeah, like I, I guess the kind of what I'm trying to say is the kind of music that he makes. I don't feel like it'll really be affected much because he. He's kind of like a mainstreamy kind of poppy kind of yeah. artist, I would say. Yeah, and if you listen, I, I I've gone back and listened to the entire seven EP. Okay, and it's you can't you can't really categorize the album because it's not all rap, it's not all country, and it's not all pop, but it's all three. So, like you're right, he has the he makes the type of music. <clears throat> at least at this point, where I don't think it really matters if he's gay or not. Right. I mean, shit. Look at we we have there's plenty of gay artists out here that people love. Sam Smith is one of the best crooners in the I game. I didn't know was gay. Hey, I, he came out a long time ago. Oh shit! But he's nah, but still see, out there making hella good music. I feel like again going back to the whole ignorance thing. I feel like rap is is like there's like different rules for rap than there is for every. All, yeah, it's always it, that way. It's with everything, not way. not just this, but with everything. Like for example. You have to write your shit in rap. But any other genre, nigga, everybody got writers. 40 writers on a on yeah. pop star album. <laughs> and that's fucking crazy. And even, even Beyonce, who's considered, you know, a goat for many, mm-hmm. is, is, got she mad got writers. She got mad writers. Hell yeah. So. She can write her own songs, yeah. but she don't always. And I mean, shit, Mary J. Blige can write her own songs because she has, but she don't always. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I, again, like you said, like we've said before, I don't really think that the, uh, the ghostwriter thing is is anything that we really need to worry about in hip hop anymore these days. Like it shouldn't be something that's focused on, but yet it still is. Well, I was listening to a academics video and talk, he was talking about the whole Lil Tecca guy and being authentic. And yeah, whole, and he pretty much he was saying that at one point, not only did you have to write your own shit, but you had to be authentic. You mm-hmm. had to be talking the shit you're living. And now you used to have to be able to freestyle. Yeah. Just yeah, to get in the game, exactly. like, to have a record executive interested in you, you'd have to go rap up in and rap in front of them. Yeah, no, that, I like I, I heard a like a Locks interview or something like that, and they were saying that even after uh, I, I think it was Mary J. Blige who gave Diddy like their, their demo tape, mm-hmm. he had him come in the office, and this is the Locks, y'all. This is mm-hmm. one of the greatest rap groups of all time. Greatest came into the, uh, his office and had to freestyle for him. Yeah, so hell yeah, it, it, it was a thing. It was definitely I mean, it's thing. like you have to show that you can do the job. Yeah, like yeah. I, that's. 
Yeah, you have to prove that you can do the job. You know what I'm saying? It's just like any job interview. Yeah. You have to go in there and prove that you've got the skills in order to do what it is that you're there to be paid to do. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it's almost like if somebody tells you, like, uh, uh, you know, this is what your job is. You say, okay, I can do it. But then you just don't. Like, like you say, you, yeah. you don't show up and actually do it. Exactly. So, but I mean, like you said, back in the day, <clears throat> every time a rapper came to a new executive, A and R executive, a new, you know, head of a label or something, yeah. if you wanted to work with them, you had to prove that you were good enough to do so, and you had to, you had to freestyle. Yeah. Shit. Rap City to Basement. The entire purpose of that joint was to get people in there talking about their new projects, and then get them to go into the booth and freestyle. Now, not everybody went into the booth and actually freestyled something. A lot of them wrote something that they already had. So, but see now, you know what's funny? I've always had that like, or use something there. I've always had that like confusion about that, right? Like, because I feel like I've had this conversation with somebody, right? Yeah. And I, I kind of agree with what they said. I, I, matter of fact, I, I totally agree with what they said. The, when, to you, is a freestyle something that's a hundred percent off the top of the head? Or it ca- should be, yes. All right, now let me tell you why that's not. I, I disagree with that. Okay. Because freestyle, all that means is free of style. There's no verse, there's no hook, there's no none of that. Now, if you want to say off of the top freestyle, that's a different story. Well, see, now you're getting into semantics that didn't exist until we had motherfuckers who couldn't freestyle anymore. No, because <laughs> no. again, yes, freestyle is free of style, but that should also mean free of style. It should be coming from you. It should be coming off the top of your head. It should be something that you create in that moment. You are out there free freestyling it. You know what I'm saying? So it shouldn't be something that's already written or already composed or already recorded. It should be something that you're saying off of what's going on right then and right there, which is why in a lot of freestyles, people are talking about shit that's going on around them or shit that they just saw or, you know, I feel like that doesn't, people. I feel like, like that doesn't happen much. Though. It doesn't happen anymore, but it used to is what I'm saying. Even, even, and this is why I'm going to disagree with you because we talked about the locks not too long ago mm-hmm. and a lot. And I and I'm a Locks fan, so I feel like I, I would. This is how you know. This is I feel like what it is is that even the Locks would go in there and freestyle verses that they would either later put on songs or were already on songs. Now and and honestly, you could probably go down the line of of. I mean, Jay Z did it. I caught Jay Z on on there doing it. Foxy sure, Brown was sure. on there doing it. I mean, there's mo- there's been multiple people who are on there doing it. Now, again, if those songs be- if they were on there freestyling, but see, if they if you're already on there promoting an album that's already done, and then you use a line from that album, no, no, that's no. Nah, what I'm saying is like, let let's say it's a uh, a song that either either hasn't came out yet. Or it's not going to be on that album or whatever. But later on. But then on, people are still going to look at you sideways because you supposedly, oh, wait a minute. I heard him say that in that freestyle, blah, 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 blah. Because it's like Jay-Z. Uh, I can't remember what song it was, but uh, I want to say it was off the maybe off the Black album. Um, it was some lines that he said in the basement on on, on BET, but then it, on the album when the album was released. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, okay, <coughs> which came first? Was it the chicken or the egg at this point? But like, you can't, you can't, you can't always tell. But if a person's, like, I can't remember that far back to, to remember whether on that appearance of Jay, what the album was out already and he was promoting it or if the album was about to come out. Because, you know, motherfuckers are notorious for going back in, yeah. sneaking in brand new verses in the shit from sh- shit that happened like a week before the album came out. But see, here's, here's the thing, right? I feel like another thing to think about is that there's people who are really good at freestyling, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they're not as good of a songwriter. That is very true. 
I hate to throw him under the bus, but prime example is Cassidy. Yes. You know, he, he you know... Argue. I mean, just because you can freestyle doesn't mean that you can be a written rapper. And just because you're a written rapper doesn't mean that you can freestyle. But see, that, that that's what I'm saying. I feel like... Honestly, right? Point me... Somebody who's a vicious freestyler. Who's also had, like, a good career. That had... Hunt the game? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's probably... I, I would agree with that. Game was one. I would go with Jada Kiss. Fabulous. But uh, then, even then, Jada Kiss uses a lot of... Uh, I've heard a lot of, like... I'll show it to you after the show. Okay. There's a, there's a freestyle. One of my favorite freestyles. I don't know if you... If you do you say and watch, like, different freestyles? I have before. I haven't recently, though. Well, this is, like, an older one, but uh, Jada Kiss... I was about to say he's bald, but the nigga's always bald. Yeah, he's been bald. The nigga been bald since the day. Yeah, but I just showed it to you after the fucking show. All right, bet. But um, but yeah, I've seen I've seen plenty of people. Of course, Black Thought. I've seen him in numerous ciphers, and he I've never heard him repeat any song lyrics of his. Um, Black Thought. I can't say that about Jay Z. Um, I don't think I've ever heard Nas freestyle all that much. Like the few times that I have, I've never heard him freestyle his own lyrics. Even, even, um, has he actually done freestyles? Like, on a- I mean, I've heard him freestyle before. Uh, there was a cypher in, in New York back in the day. I'm trying to remember if Nas was at the table. I want to say that he was, but it was like, I want to say it was Nas, uh, Fat Joe, Big Pun, Most Def, uh, I think DMX, uh, and there was one other cat, and they all went around the table freestyling. Um, the few times that I heard Pun freestyle that I can remember off the top of my head, I don't ever remember hearing any of his song lyrics. But Pun was a nigga that was very scholarly about his shit, so I don't think that he would have done that. Like off the top, he probably it was probably like a written verse that he just never put out. Probably. And honestly, I do, do I mean f- that that could be for a lot of freestylers too. You never know. And, no, but see that that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like, but we honestly we only catch people doing that. If they're famous and they've got albums. That's true. That's true. Because a lot of people who, like, I guess are, like, on the lower tier. Yeah. You might have not even ever heard yeah, of A lot of these battle rappers could have co- co- produced all of that shit before they ever just and just made it generic so that they could just attack anybody and add whatever they needed yeah. to to it in order to, what you know, to do what they wanted to do. Right, right, right. But we don't know if they've written that or not ahead of time because they're not artists that we're looking at, that we're checking for, that are actually putting out music that we're looking at. Right. So... You never really know. If you're like a professional battle rapper, we we could think everything you come off the top with is vicious and yo oh my god, you should have been should have been had us done, blah 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 but like Doesn't really work. You can't do shit unless it's yeah. attacking somebody or something like that. Nah, yeah, no you're right. So, and yeah. again, and that's that's the whole thing about, you know, freestyling, but yeah. But back to what the fuck we were talking about with the mean turn. Oh man. Yeah, at least we stayed on rap though. At no, least we stayed bro. on fucking rap. <laughs> but um <clears throat> like we were saying, Lil Nas X, I don't think it's gonna affect his career. Nah. I'm interested in seeing where his career goes from here, because like you said, that album isn't necessarily rap, isn't necessarily a country album, isn't necessarily a pop album, it's a little mix of everything. Honestly, I was excited to see where his career was going to go, uh, even before he came out of the closet. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. For because sure. it was just like, okay, like, he obviously, he's he's a little bit of a rapper, he's a little bit of this, he's a little bit of that, so yeah. like, I'm interested to see what he comes out with. Not necessarily, I'm going to be a fan. Oh, but sure. I do want to see where his progression takes him as an artist. I think that's always a good thing to look at when yeah. you're looking at artists. Like, okay, this man has this bomb ass song that everybody likes. Shit, I even like it, even though it's a little bit corny. But 
what is he going to do next? Yeah. Is he going to be able to follow this up with any type of hit or at least keep like the momentum going? Maybe he'll never have another hit that's as big as Old Town Road. But will he able to be able to have a consistent career or in three years, five years times, are we going to be like, who the fuck was Lil Nas X? Oh, yeah. You know, and I mean, he could be like Billy Ray Cyrus was back in the day. Well, Only song I remember from him was Aiky Breaky Heart. What do you think happens to artists when that happens? When like they can't, cause like for example, um, uh, designer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he might have put out a couple songs, but I feel like they kind of like uh, another one is a uh, Fetty Wap, yeah, where like they kind of just like don't make music. You think it's like a, it's like a mental block. They're just not feeling it. I think it. maybe they're just trying to find something that hit as hard as their original hit. And they can't come up with something that they feel like does that. I mean, I feel like maybe that's a a lot of one-hit wonders go through that. But, I mean, maybe it's just, you know, they got their money and they cool and for a while. They don't have to do anything until they get the rest of that money that's falling. You know, the rest of that right. money starts falling out. Then you're like, okay, let me see if I can re- resurrect somewhat of a career. But, I mean, you always hear them talking about, like, I heard Fetty Wap talking about he's supposed to have new music coming out. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I heard the same thing to... about Designer, but I heard that almost two years ago about Designer. So. Yeah. And, and, and you know it's funny because like I feel like the uh, the designer joint the panda joint came out almost three four years ago now yeah, almost yeah because it was out for like a full year before he had an album out yeah but I mean it was the same way with Fetty Wap he had like four yeah, releases yeah. that came out almost a year before his album dropped but so. see and dog that's why I always say dog there's any fucking rappers listening dog build the core fan base yep. before you go for the hit record I'm telling a you. hit record might get you a quick payday. But if you want any kind of longevity, yep. that is not the route to go nah. at all. Like yeah, honestly, that long term. Honestly, right? I want. I almost want to say, even if you accidentally get a hit record, right? <laughs> I feel like that's a, it's almost a curse. Yeah, it's almost a curse at the same time. No, that's true because you, then you have to like people are gonna want you to live up to that, and and, and it's not people that are fans. It's just like casual listeners yeah. who aren't necessarily fans who don't necessarily get you they, like cause you know like they, there might be a song that like your casual fan might not fuck with all the way but if you're a fan of the guy like yeah. like I don't know like you might like fuck with it more than your casual yeah, fan no, I so. understand completely but I, I feel like in this case it's kind of like like you said you're kind of like you're going up against a bunch of critics instead of fans basically ultimately is what it is, basically so. but I mean if you think about it in the music industry especially in hip hop yeah Fans are the bi- biggest critics. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> now there are stand, like you said, there are stands that will love everything that their person sends right, out, right. and there are fans that will love majority of what their person sends out. But there are plenty of people who listen to hate. Nah, yeah, for sure, especially in rap. You're right. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, why don't we go on to the? I figure it won't take too long to cover this. Uh, Tay K yeah. apparently is uh, going to prison for fifty-five years. Yeah, man. So for those of y'all that don't know. Uh, Tay K, what, infamous for the song The Race. Yep. Uh, um, for those of y'all who don't know, he did a bunch of crimes mm-hmm. and got arrested for it. Yep. Got put on house arrest and ended up cutting that shit off and dipping out yeah. and released one of the most, inf- I would say it's one of the most infamous songs that I can remember. Hey, it's J- the only just- song I've ever heard by him. Well, no, no, you know, he's actually, I-, I feel like he's not bad, but what I'm saying is like infamous in the sense of like, this nigga literally killed somebody and ran, went on the run and released a song while on the run, <laughs> which True. is fucking crazy to me. But, um, yeah, man, so he ended up killing somebody during a bo- uh, botched robbery. And I don't think it was him who was actually the shooter, mm-hmm. but he was, uh, you know, involved in it or whatever. So he ended up fucking getting 55 years, man. And this is somebody who, when this shit happened, he was 16 years old, dog. Damn. 16 years old, decided to run off. And on top of that, he ended up killing somebody while he was on the run. 
Damn, so, so he did all this when he was 16. Uh, I think seven, closer to 17. But wow. Nonetheless. Yeah, I'm trying to see exactly how old he is. He's, he's 19 years old now. Damn. It might have been 17 when you it were, was. He was born in 2000. Yeah. Oh, no, son. If you I've seen a video on YouTube where he's like talking with like all, all of his friends and shit. And it's not more than like a year and a half old. And this nigga looks like somebody that you'd be like, what's up, little homie? Like, you know, like yes. a little nigga. Like, I'm not. looking at all these photos of him now. He do, he looks like a little baby. He yeah, looks like nah. a child. Nah, dog. He he 100% looks like a little child, dog. Man, this He was out here wild. just wilding, dog. So, I mean, look, man. I feel like if anything, man, this is an example of what not to do. Basically. You know, because you can't help but think that this nigga's like, damn, dog. Like, even though, obviously, my song blew up. Partially, maybe even mostly because of it being a reality. Mm-hmm. But he kind of got a taste of st- of stardom and maybe money, whatever money he was getting from streams mm-hmm. somehow when the song came out. But I mean, it's, it's that done. Bobby Smurder plan right there. That's basically what that is. Nah, but see, I feel like even the, uh, nah, I feel like this nigga's a little bit more wild with it. At least Bobby's coming out next year, I think. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's coming out okay. next year. But, I mean, and Bobby didn't have time to enjoy his fame before he got locked the fuck up. I will say this, though. I feel like Bobby's going to come back and potentially have a career. You think so? I think so. I, no, I, I could definitely see that. Because I feel like niggas are still rocking with him. And, like I said, it's almost like he, it's almost like coming back to the, to the rap game is like coming back to the hood after doing time in jail. <laughs> True. Because it's like, if you didn't snitch, and niggas are gonna respect you a little bit more. They might even throw you some money, like, oh, you know, you came home, you held shit down. Yeah, blah. I feel like the same shit's gonna happen with him. Like, just off of the strength, because I don't know if you heard uh, when he got arrested, but he ended up doing double the time that he was originally sentenced for, so that his homie wouldn't get ten years. Damn. So he pretty much like looked out in every kind of direction. So, okay. but um, respect. Yeah, man. But man, Tay K on the other hand, he's still facing another murder charge. They're saying he might he might even get the death penalty in that, which would be fucking crazy. Damn. But um, yeah, man, it's just it, it, it it's sad at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's crazy. It really is. Like, it's just it's like a waste of life, a waste of talent. Like, like you had such promising, you know, such a promising future. Yeah. As an artist, like you know, you know, we have no idea what kind of roots. I mean, what kind of heights, uh, TK would have gotten. Yeah. And, and now it, we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, and and he released the mixtape. Um. While he was on a run, now granted, I'm not. It wasn't necessarily like the most complete mixtape. It was just kind of like a bunch of verses kind of thrown together. Got you. It wasn't that bad to be honest, and and okay. I, I I could see like like I you know like I said, had this not been the case where he's just got sentenced, yeah, I could see him potentially having a career, but obviously none of that is over. So. Gotcha. Um, I, I don't even know what else to say about it. I would say prayers to him, but the nigga just killed some couple of niggas, so I don't even know if I could say that. But um, say good luck. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that time, big dog. But um, I guess let's jump to six nine, who's also dealing with some legal trouble. Yeah, true. Uh, or I guess he has been this whole time. But for those who don't know, uh, I believe it's down to the last two guys that didn't accept the plea deal or something like that, and it just so happens to be the guys who ended up uh kidnapping him. Now, of course. obviously, if he snitched on everybody else, you know he's gonna snitch on them niggas. Of course. So, um, I mean, yeah, like that's that's technically what the last, the last of it, I think. And I think after they do whatever they gotta do to them, either sentence them or they cop a plea or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I think after that is when six nine is gonna get his uh whatever sentencing he might get. True. Because I think what they said was they wanted to hold him, uh, 
like they, they wanted to wait until he testified against everybody pretty much for uh for them to even give him any kind of sentencing so okay. i mean i i don't know I, I really don't know where this is going i'm again i'm curious i don't think he's gonna have the same luck as bobby schmerder coming home yeah i don't think so i honestly but also again with six nine coming home like he didn't rat it out on all these official gang members yeah and you know disassociated disassociated himself from the bloods and all this other shit yeah. so how is he supposed to live a normal life if you've got these bloods coming after you like is he are they going to put him in protective custody and like at that point if he's in protective custody they're going to have to laser all that shit off his face laser it all off cut your fucking hair off yep. if he hasn't already no more dying your shit yeah no more dying your shit no more nothing so I'm actually curious to see what the nigga look like right now I mean, shit maybe plastic surgery since the nigga famous yeah, I mean no I feel like when it comes to that you more or less have a death, a death wish on your head. So basically, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, I guess we'll see whenever the time comes. Um, I'm not sure exactly when the court dates are of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm gonna say this: I think six nine is gonna be home before the end of the year. To be honest with you, I could see it, but it all I we have to wait and see how this all goes out because I don't know. It's hard to tell with these Fed cases, man. Yeah, no, nah, that that that's a fact, though, and especially. You know, when they're using him to, to more or less, you know, snitch on everybody else. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell. Basically. But, uh, keeping in line with federal cases, uh, R. Kelly was picked up, uh, on federal charges of child tra- trafficking Jeez. and child, I think, sexual abuse and just all type of fucked up shit. And basically, the dude who was the fed that decided to open the case and do all the stuff against him in the state of Chicago, Decided to open it because of the surviving R. Kelly document documentation that came on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My man said, I watched it and I said, this has got to be looked into. <laughs> I was like, that has to be the whitest reaction yeah, to all nah, of this. Because sure. anybody black that if you had been an FBI agent, I feel like they would have had R. Kelly like back in the 90s. Nigga, dog. <laughs> it's almost like they just were, were, were oblivious to any and everything, dog. Hey, I'm not going to lie. That is funny as shit. And I feel like that just points out that people don't care about being right or wrong. At all. They just want to be right when the camera's on them. Facts. Big facts. At the end of the day, when the camera's off from them, it don't even fucking matter, dog. That shit does not matter. But the moment that you have to speak on it, oh, oh yeah, you know, we just we had to do something about it. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't let this shit keep signing. Hell what no. about the, the, the fucking women or girls or whatever that he had as his little sex slaves yeah. or whatever the fuck he had little Trafficking coke. to his little Tra- pedophile island or whatever they called right. that shit. They had the, his plane was called the Lolita Express. I was like, yo! Oh, oh, explain that for me because I'm not really... Back in the day when you used to look up like Lolita porn, it used to be like young Latina porn. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Or, or young, youngish girls, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. No, dog, son. Honestly, dog, I feel like it's without a shadow of a doubt that this nigga is exactly what we thought he is yeah. this whole time, so. I mean, I don't, has that been, has he, did he just get charged or is that? I I'm not too sure of the the specifics, but like I know his ass is locked the fuck up with no chance of getting bailed the fuck out. Uh, oh, and my bad, I confused that fucking pedophile island with that other with that other crazy nigga, the, the oh, rich uh, white person, the white the white dude who just got Epstein, yeah, yeah, that nigga's crazy, dog. But um, I mean, it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Epstein and R. Kelly had oh, run yeah, in the folks. same circles. So I mean, Epstein knew all type of fame, uh, famous uh, rich people. Uh, of all persuasion, so you never knew. You never, you never know what, who's, 
Who's it? But I mean, I can see that could be some R. Kelly is probably tied to too. We'll probably come out later. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm with you, dog. I'm with you. I'm trying to see. It's 43 Americans said to include R. Kelly. Struggle to read and write. I don't know what that means. Oh, because yeah, they knew R. Kelly for a while has had trouble knowing how to read and write. Mm. Like he can sing his ass off, but a nigga can't read or write for shit. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. I guess he just kind of like freestyle songs or whatever, and has people write down what he says. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, you know what's funny? I've heard a lot of like rappers they sit up do that. They just sit down, get really fucking high, and just like whatever they record is just what comes out, and then he just basically write that shit down. I've heard that a lot too. But yeah, man, finally, finally, motherfuckers ain't turning the fucking other way, uh, way for this shit, dog. Yeah, it's about goddamn time. You like, know. that's all the fuck I have to say. Like, I, again, I would say I feel bad for this nigga, right? But at the same time, this nigga did a bunch of wild shit. Allegedly. Wild. So. For years. Like, going on 30 years and shit. Yeah. And, and again, it, 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 it's, it's so funny in a non-humorous way how this shit was humorous for so long mm-hmm. like it really was like to the point where boondocks had to make an episode on it hell yeah saying that yo y'all are tripping like, like y'all niggas is being fucking retarded right now so we'll see though man. basically but um i guess let's stay in the whole legal area that we're in right now all right uh jumping on to the whole asap rocky situation yes. if you guys haven't been keeping up pretty much uh asap rocky which i didn't notice but he apparently lives in Europe now. I didn't know that either. Little does he know that Europeans don't like colored folks, and that's a fact. Facts. Whether you go to England, whether you go to Spain, like if Germany. My, God, my boy went to Spain, right? And he's fucking, he's Dominican. Mm-hmm. They look at us like we're like the less, like, you know, oh, yeah. y'all, y'all shit. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all ain't nothing. Exactly. Now, I'm assuming it's the same way with, you know, with black folks and shit like that. But, I would assume so too. So that being said, you know, get the fuck out of fucking Europe, uh, ASAP Rocky. But, so then, this nigga has to get out of motherfucking uh, Sweden. Is it Sweden? Yeah, I think it's Sweden. So there's a there was a video going around initially. It, it, all this show was ASAP Rocky like launching like this like you know this dude around or whatever. <laughs> and uh, at first, you know, that's all that really came out. Then you find out that he got arrested for that, and then you see the rest of the video. And ultimately, this guy was. Uh, uh, heckling. Yeah, they were like him and his friend were like following them around, yeah. and saying they were part of their 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 crew, and apparently were going around just like grabbing girls' asses and grabbing their titties and shit, yeah. and and just fucking with everybody. And they told him multiple times, "Look, y'all need to get away from us." Blah blah. blah. And then apparently the security came and was like, "Look, y'all need to step back." Blah blah. blah. Yep. Then the f- fight started with them with the security, and then apparently. One of the dudes threw his earphones yeah, at, at, at Rocky and it, or the security guard and it broke or some shit like that. And he wants him to pay for it. But I was like, but bro, you threw, he threw it at him. at him. Like, yeah. but like the whole thing just sounds like a setup. Yeah. And I mean, they have enough video to show that it was a setup. Right. So I don't understand why the fucking Swedish police won't release him. But I really want to know their reasoning for it now. And, and, and I'm sure it's like, uh, you niggers are in our yeah, country. Yeah, I'm sure it has a lot to do with that. And you're also fucking American. Mm-hmm. You're black and you're fucking American. Y'all fucking around so, with that orange face, motherfucker. Like, look, I- I'm willing to say this, right? I'm willing to say that I'm willing to bet that this nigga is gonna get out and not have any kind of like real, like, like, I- cause I, I think they to- what they were saying is that the trial was gonna start like in two weeks or something like that. Okay. They're probably gonna drop everything. Probably. They're probably, probably gonna have him pay some kind of fine. 
or some shit like that. Set an example of it. Yes, an example, and, and then that's what the fuck they're gonna do. Because especially with uh, the whole Donald Trump calling, I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, apparently he got involved because of Kim because, and Kanye. Because of Kim and Kanye, yep. Yeah, look at Kim and Kanye affecting national shit. I don't even know if I like this. Yo, not dog. Imagine, dog. That's just fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Kim and Kanye are literally affecting the rappers and the models are the ones with the clout right now. Yes, dog. Not the political motherfuckers that that should be over there getting this nigga out of jail. Right. And it's crazy, dog, because like again, if you watch the whole video, you can clearly see that these niggas. Are the ones who started this shit against ASAP and his crew. Mm-hmm. It's, it's as clear as day. It's literally, you hear ASAP Rocky and, and see him talking to the guy, telling him, like, look, man, don't want no issues, but y'all about to get beat the fuck up if y'all don't get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Like, please leave. Please, please leave. And you see them still all in the nigga face and everything. I mean, they asked for it. Yeah. They and, simply asked for it. And look, you know, that, that, you know, obviously that video spread across all over Instagram and Twitter and all that shit. So, uh, it became like a really big thing. You know, everybody's, you know, talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously everybody was putting their two cents to every situation online. And I started seeing people talk about how, oh, you know, he's, uh, he wasn't saying, like, of course he wants black help now when he wasn't supporting the whole Ferguson movement. Mm-hmm. So for those of y'all that, that, that don't know, I'm, I'm bringing up the, like, an interview that I think ASAP Rocky had, like, five years ago, something like that. Yeah. And he was pretty, ultimately saying, I don't give a fuck about problems that happen in these kind of neighborhoods they because I'm not, me. they don't concern me. I'm not living in these neighbor, in these type of neighborhoods. And it just was what it was. Now, look, I, I personally feel like it's alright to feel that way, right? But you, I think you have to be smart about how you say shit, especially when you're somebody with money. Especially when you, when you have when it's in an interview at that mm-hmm. when when you already know shit might even get mixed around to sound worse than what it really was. Yep, because you know they'll edit that shit. They'll edit that, the fuck out of that shit. Now, again, like I was saying, I feel like it's perfectly okay to not want to be a role model. I feel like it's perfectly okay because you know we were just saying before the show how like you know even me with like the whole ice raids and immigration shit that's going on right now. Like, if you ask me, right, I couldn't really tell you much about that shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd rather not sound stupid and ignorant than to try to fit in or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I feel like, I mean, I don't know what, what Rocky's intentions were by him saying what he said. But I feel like that, I, I, I would look at it like that. Like, yo, this is a nigga who's just being real. He's just being honest. Like, look, man, like, it sucks, but, like, it really ain't got nothing to do with it. You can't now, stop it. Now, how, how do you feel about that, though? Like, you know, rappers having to have, like, this little... uh well, I mean, like I weight on his shoulders as far as I, being like a. I don't think a, a we should have to look towards musicians and athletes and stuff in order to be role models. Just because they're in a spot in a spotlight doesn't right. mean that they're always going to be doing stuff that makes them a role model. Because I mean, if you look at most people, most people aren't aren't trying to have rappers as role models. Period. They don't want kids to have rappers as role models because they yeah, fucking right. curse, they they <laughs> sex, drugs, alcohol. Dog, that's what I'm saying. Like. So you why are you, why do they have these expectations for rappers if you know their lifestyles don't revolve around them being role models? It's just like, <clears throat> for example, you know how like, even now I feel like people like the hope there's no PC with rappers or niggas in the hood. You know what I mean? Like there, yeah. I've always said there's no PC in the hood. Nah, motherfuckers was using the, the f word way after that shit was okay in mainstream or. Or wasn't okay in mainstream. Yeah, exactly. You know, some niggas still, 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 use it. still use it. Yeah, I've heard a couple songs that still use it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I wish I've heard like a Rick Ross song, probably so, whatever. But um, yeah, so I, I feel like um, that kind of some shit. Though. 
<laughs> I feel like, uh, oh yeah, I feel like it, it, it's okay, you know, I feel like it's okay to, 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 to just be real with who you are, and again, like you were saying, I don't know why we're putting these people who you already look down upon because they do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. or not, you're accepting for it, but yet, when he's doing, when he's saying some, you know, fuck shit in regards to what, whatever it hits you harder, it be, like, let's say if you're, like, a real big supporter of, like, you know, everything that's going on, and, you know, the black movement and all that, like, what about everything else? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like picking and choosing what you're fake outraged about. Yeah. And that's exactly. why I always say, I feel like we live in a fake outraged society. Because I feel like you're almost told what... Because, like, I was talking about this shit with my friend the other day, how, like, you're almost told what to like, what not to like, subconsciously or not. Like, for example, back in the day, right, if you ran into somebody who'd watch the same movie as you had, it was like, oh, you've seen whatever the fuck, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But now it's like... Avengers Endgame like everybody's seen that mm-hmm. shit it's like it's almost like they probably already know how many tickets they're gonna sell months before the fucking oh. movie come out yeah but, well you know they do have the pre-releases for them joints where you can buy tickets early so they do have like but dog even then I, I, I'm sure that they, they just know just based off of the popularity of it first of all mm-hmm. and uh cause you gotta think you know you see everybody posting about Endgame 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 or you see it all over social media people are gonna like like you're 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 gonna decide to watch that whether you really want to or not. So because you gotta see what the hype is about. No, you're right, exactly. So especially if you're not into that like that world, like that comic book type world, right? Because there's a lot of people who don't fuck with comic books, never have, but they go see these Marvel movies. Yeah, no, no, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm one of them. Like, like, and and honestly, that might be why I kind of haven't watched the last couple joints because I'm not really too big into comic books. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I I, I feel I don't know, man. Like going back to what we were talking about, though. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's kind of dumb. Like, like you were saying earlier, ultimately his freedom is still unjustly being, uh, you know, taken from him. Yeah. And, and, and you know what's funny when I look at it like this? Fuck it. If you don't fuck with ASAP for what he said, that's cool. But what about when a rapper that you do fuck with, that's a, right on every line that you fuck with, you know, he supports, you know, all these things in the, that in the, in the third. Mm-hmm. And the same shit happens to him. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want that to happen to him or to anybody else in the future. So I feel like it's important to deal with it right now. Exactly. That even though it happened to somebody who made a real ignorant comment, I feel like ultimately you have to think about the future and like... Well, you got to think about it like not just politically right now in our country, in the U.S., but like in everything well, in our yeah. country, we are so fucking tribal. And it's like you're either with us or you're not. Yeah, you're right. And it's crazy. And it's it's ridiculous because it's just like you can have one or two opposing views on something. And you know, you're not with us anymore. You're against us. You don't blah, blah, blah. That shit is ridiculous. Like you should be able to have varying views on shit because nothing is exactly black and white. Nothing is this or that. And you know what's funny? I feel like life teaches you so many fucking times that life shit is not black and white all the time. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure this happened to you where like you've seen somebody walk in. Even like this bitch ass nigga or whatever the fuck. Just based off of a hat he's wearing, a jersey, yep. a shirt, some shoes, anything. You you already say everything in the world about this motherfucker. And then you start to talk to him, you're like, you know what, this nigga's not that bad, dog. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? So I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like I guess the fact that you can just get on your phone and type however you feel, I feel like fake outrage is just through the roof. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, fake ra- outrage is the is the new like coin of the realm. It's like the new, sh- it's the it's the new clout for. It's oh been yeah, the new clout no, it is, it is. Like, cause I mean, you get thousands of retweets, likes, and 
It's like, yeah, I agree with you, and ah, uh, yeah, and, uh, and all you need is one person to disagree on your little reply thread, and then everybody will swarm and attack swarm, them yeah. like a hive. Yeah, exactly. Hive exactly. mind type shit. Nobody nah. wants to be individual thought. Everybody Period. wants to be hive minded. Period. Uh. And that junk it gets tired for you. Know? I get tired of that shit in every aspect of life. And you know, I heard uh, Joe Budden say this on his podcast, and I agree with it one hundred percent, dog. Mm-hmm. Just because there's like. I think he more or less is what he said just because there's evil in your heart doesn't mean it changes what's in my heart you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. like just because you did something wrong doesn't mean that I have to wish something bad against you more or less yeah ultimately. exactly like fuck it if you did some fuck shit this is your karma you're right but we still gotta get you out exactly at the end of the day. your karma is having to go through this mm-hmm. and ultimately karma isn't for everybody else to see it's for motherfucking whoever it's did for the who bad. It's for who it's for. Yeah, for who it's for, yeah. And I feel like that's that's kind of like what people are trying to make it seem like, oh, like, oh, you know, we're getting to enjoy seeing this, this nigga going through this. I'm like, dog, come on. So, like, this nigga's literally in another country where he doesn't speak the language mm-hmm. and he could potentially be in there for the next couple of years. Like, I don't know. He doesn't know their laws. Yeah. He's not from there. Like, honestly, dog, I don't care what somebody says, you know what I mean? Especially because I personally don't deem it to be that fucked up. Mm-hmm. But whatever. If you think it's fucked up, cool. But still, like, like I don't know. I think it's anti what most people are are, are for when they say some shit like that. No, I agree with you. So, 100%. Alright, well, let's go ahead on to... Um, okay, let's talk about this nice mid-section joint. Uh, Jesus and Marrow. They got um, a new yeah, show yep. on HBO uh, titled Jesus and Marrow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love this. Um, now, both of us have been fans. Yes, we sir. Are, we are... Bodega Hive all day. We all started day. out with the podcast before anybody knew what it was. Yep, yep. We followed it on to the Viceland show, and we both followed it on to the HBO show. And, and, yeah. and what? Showtime. Showtime. My bad, Showtime. I think I said HBO before, so yeah, Showtime. <laughs> um, but what are, what are your thoughts on their new show? Do you like it? Do you not yeah, like it? Look, I, honestly, I, at first, right, and I, I feel like it's, it happens all the time when something first starts. Mm-hmm. I'm a little iffy about it because it's... It's very similar to the. So if you guys have seen the uh, the Viceland show, mm-hmm. you kind of know what you're expecting. Or even if you listen to the podcast, to yeah. be honest. But um, I feel like it was a little shaky the first couple episodes because, like I said, everything was new to them. I guess. Yeah. But uh, overall, I really like it. I, I really like um, you know, some of the ske- uh, uh, sketches are kind of hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think they're doing a real good job. I, I feel like they're reaching out to like a whole bunch of different audiences with this now because mm-hmm. I feel like Viceland kind of like limited them to like the young people or whatever yeah because like, Viceland is kind of like a like a real it's towards it's geared towards the yeah, younger demographic exactly yeah. now obviously this show is probably geared towards a younger demographic but I feel like it, it kind of reaches out to a lot of different people okay. uh, viewership wise but True. I really like it I really like the show Um, I try to watch it as often as I can if not I just you know, watch it on demand or whatever. Yeah. It's one of them shows, and that's the, that's the great thing about the show is that you don't have to. Like, even though let's talk about um, like um, shit that's happening right now, like current events and mm-hmm. shit. But it it doesn't feel old, even if you watch like episode like ten weeks ago. Yeah. But um, I think that I, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I will say that the interviews that they've gotten have gotten bigger. Yeah, and I like sure. that. And they're still they're still pretty good interviews. They're yeah. weird interviewing, but they're still pretty good. The only thing I don't like is I feel like they're kind of. Forced with the audience, Which like you mean? like like the audience, like they're forced to like do things that they normally wouldn't do, like interact with them. Yeah, or? well, not just inter. Oh, obviously, you got to interact with them because I mean, you don't have to interact with them, but like you know, they choose to interact with them. Right. But it's just like 
they seemed they they didn't seem comfortable at all with it for like the first five or six episodes yeah. for me. Now they seem a lot more comfortable with it, but like yeah, yeah, varying yeah. degrees of responses from the crowd. And plus, the crowd is not that big. Like if like they haven't shown like there's one time they showed like kind of like an uh, crowd shot. Yeah. And it was Mero because he was running through slapping everybody five and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like maybe 20 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, then I, the production staff. So yeah. it's just like, okay, either get a bigger audience so you can get more reactions from them or don't have the audience like you didn't have it in the Viceland show. I agree. And I feel like that was, that's probably what made it kind of weird for me to watch it because, I mean, I, even though they did have their producers in, in, in I guess in the back of mm-hmm. the Viceland show, but it wasn't actual like a, a audience yeah, watching them exactly. do shit. So I feel like that's probably why, like you know, like you said, that that should happen. And uh, where's the goddamn bear? Look, man, I think that bear actually belongs to my fucking vice. Fuck that! Is bodega <laughs> the bodega property now? Nah, that's a fact. <laughs> that nigga had Tim's on. That nigga's bodega. And the property. Yankee fitted, dog. And the Yankee fitted. And he had a do rag on for most of the summer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Hey, nah, look, man. If you haven't watched or heard any Diesel and Mero, Bodega Boys, look up. One or the other. Mm-hmm. Bodega Boys, Deezus and Mero. If you like podcasts, look up the Bodega Boys. If you like yes. TV shows, look up Deezus and Mero. If you want to laugh your fucking ass off, dog, watch Deezus and Mero. They be wilding the fuck out, man. Yes, dog. It's, it's, it's hilarious. I like, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, again, I was a little iffy at first about the sketches that they were doing. Cause, you know, I was too, cause like a couple of them were just kind of trash. Yeah, like, nah. Oh, but nah. see, but, but, you know, in all honesty, I applaud them for, uh, or trying to take that next step yeah. in their career. Trying something new. And try, like you said, trying something new. Not everything is going to work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like a lot so far has worked. More, at least way more than, than hasn't. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, man, you know, shout out to Deezus and Merrill. Shout out. Keep that shit rocking. You know, Yo, and, but just keep your office hours, Jones, nice and short. You don't need to have no 10 minute office Oh, nah, hour I'll fuck that. with that joint. <laughs> because they, they don't, they don't, they don't show it on TV. So like, it's like a, like a YouTube. No, that's the YouTube joint. Yeah. yeah and, some of them be like just long and drawn out and some of them be actually funny, but it's usually the ones that are a little shorter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So definitely, big shout out to the Bodega Boys. Yes, sir. Bodega having this bitch. Ah, ah, ah. So, gang, gang. check that shit out, man. All right. And uh, both Jay-Z and Rick Ross are submitting new albums to be put out for the masses in, next month in August. Mm-hmm. I think Rick's is coming out on the 23rd. And I think nice. they said 23rd, 29th, 20-something. And then uh, Jay-Z... Probably within that, within about two weeks of that time frame. I think they want to say, I think it was like the, sometime between the 15th and like the 28th or something like that. Right. I, I suck at numbers. I'm with you. I'm with you, shit. <laughs> but, um, Jay Z, I don't remember what his album is being called. It's like TM. No, nah, that was the Jeezy album. Mm-hmm. TM 103 104. I thought that's what they were saying the new Jay Z album was called because that's what Angela Yee said. Are you sure he was saying Jay-Z and not Jeezy? Yeah, I know the difference between Jay-Z and Jeezy. <laughs> no, because I know for a fact the TM-104 album uh-huh. is the Jeezy album. Because Thug, Thug Motivation... Mm-hmm. Alright, well, let's see what Jay-Z's new album is. I looked up Jay-Z's new album and the first two things were about Beyonce and the Lion King. <laughs> Jay-Z's latest album is Everything is Love by The Carters. Wow, that's old. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't see shit about it. Well, I saw it. Angela Yee said it was called TM something, but I can't find anything about it. So we'll just le- leave it Negative. as alone right now. Look, man, I think you may have misheard Jeezy and Jay-Z. They kind of sound similar. I'm not even going to hold you for that. Mm. not going to hold you to too much of accountability for that. 
Man, I'm okay. I'm destined to find this shit now. Look it up. Bullshit. Put up the video if I'm, you have to. I'm pulling up Jay Z's Wikipedia right now. It's a discography, bro. And I want to go see Jay Z in concert again. Although I don't necessarily want to see Beyonce. You just not a big fan of uh, B? Nah, I've never really been a big fan of B. Plus, I've seen B in concert before. Not that, not and, that great. Uh, and um, she was not that great the first time. Oh, ah. This is like during her first, um, her first um, solo. Yeah, on her first album. Okay. So maybe she just ain't got it down yet. But like, I know somebody was telling me the other day. She was like, oh, "I'm gonna take you to a Beyonce concert because that girl who's on the show." And she That's was, what I've heard. Like, especially lately. Like, especially she, lately. She, she said that people went, to, uh, guys went there with their girls and there were Beyonce fans. And by the time they left, they're like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, she's the best performer on earth." Oh my god, that I'm, was incredible. I've heard, I've heard. Uh, Deezus, I think, bring that up in the podcast. Oh yeah, Deezus definitely said that. He is a Beyonce stand like shit. Uh-huh. But yeah, now his album is coming out in August, um, so that's what we're going to look forward to. And Rick Ross' album is coming out, uh, I think the 20, 23rd or 29th, something like that. Okay, yeah. And apparently on the joint, he put out a track that has both Pusha T and Lil Wayne on the track and did it without either one of them knowing. Yo, that is some sneaky shit right there. Especially if niggas got beef, dog. I'm saying now he's he went off and said like he hopes this can bring <laughs> peace between them and stuff like that. This and is maybe like, this won't be it, but he, this is like maybe a bridge to the jump. This is like when it, when niggas is beefing and somebody invites both of them to like a birthday party or some shit. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? Mm hmm. Fuck is this nigga doing? Here? But see that shit could ultimately backfire. Oh, it did definitely. And fuck up his relationship with both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in this case because you gotta think there's money involved. He's probably gonna be making money. Uh, they're each gonna be making money off of each other's verses. Yeah, at some some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, and if that song blows up and they want to be performing in that show, imagine shows that. And shit, imagine that. And that's how life they're is. Gonna have two different two different screens. And uh-huh. gonna be, Rick Ross is gonna be at the location. Lil Wayne gonna be in Louisiana shit. via satellite, and uh, uh, Pusha T gonna be in Virginia via satellite. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the performance is gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that shit right now. And niggas eat it all up too. Probably, dog. But I mean, the shit is wild. Uh, I, think I don't know. I, don't I think know. it's a little disrespectful to both of them. Yeah. To Lil Wayne and, and Push. Especially because I feel like, you know, Ross should know better, I feel in my opinion. Yeah, you I a boss, like, dog. You yeah, should. You should, I feel like you should know not to. Because I don't know. You got to understand, dog. Like, you're ultimately making a decision for another ma- two other men. Yeah. That's what you're doing. But you gotta think about it. This is not the first time Rick has done some shit like this. He steps in the middle of shit all the time. The whole Wale and Meek shit uh-huh. back when there was beefing kind of fake. Birdman and Lil Wayne. Oh, he yeah, stepped right. in the middle of their shit. And, uh, and, uh, so I mean, you know, like, Rick Ross, I guess he likes to assert himself in other people's business, maybe. I don't know, but. Maybe he's a little bit of a bird and we you, just don't realize it. Did you see? <laughs> I don't want to, like, you know. <laughs> Say it like you mean it. Wendy Williams style. <laughs> Look, man. This is all I'm going to say. And, and I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to pull out a video. Oh, God. And I hope you saw it on my oh, timeline. Oh, uh, mm. this is man, Rick Ross. Hold on here. <laughs> I think I showed it to you or something. <laughs> this man is like dancing and like flexing and checking himself. <laughs> and he's, 
Dog. Rip Ross is a goofy ass. No, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Is that I feel like this whole boss, biggest boss. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a hoe or anything. Yeah. But I feel like that whole thing is a persona, dog. Yeah, of course. Because I've seen um. I've seen because Wale tweeted and he was like, "I wish y'all knew the Rick Ross that we know, mm-hmm. which is pretty much that his friends know or whatever, yeah. or most people know." Now, because I guess everybody assumes of him being like never smiling, never being a goofball, but this nigga is a total goofball. Oh, dog. completely! I've seen I've seen another video of him goofing off doing something. And I like, can't remember what the fuck they were let's doing. Let's be honest. The, I don't know if you've seen like uh like him doing the moonwalk. Like he just yeah. looks. <laughs> that's some goofy ass <laughs> shit to do, dog. Like. Yeah, Rick. You gotta love Rick Ross. Though. Nah, you do. Like, I, 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 I want to see more videos like this. Yeah. I want to see Rick Ross, like maybe not like Will Smith levels, but like I want to see some shit like that yeah. on Instagram, like as he, because yeah. I feel like he's so settled and, and confirmed in his status in the yeah. music industry that at this point he could just be himself. Yeah, I, I believe so too. And ain't nobody gonna take any of that away from him being Rick Ross. Just like, oh, maybe this nigga's just more comfortable now. Whatever. Yeah, you no, know? that's probably that's what I would think and shit, but. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, you said you wasn't a big fan of the last song he put out with Drake. From yeah, his new the, album? Uh, the was it Gold, Gold, Gold Roses? Roses? I really wasn't a big fan, but I've only heard it once, so I gotta go back and listen to it to like get a better sense of it. But like, kind of like like I told you earlier, um, Ross is rapping on that joint kind of in the same way as on Jay Z's album with uh, "Fuck with Me, You Know I Got It." Because okay, he kind of yeah. rhymes slow and then leaves a lot of dead space between the little, you know, the little bits of the verse that he makes up. Right, right. So it's just like, I was disappointed with that because I know Ross can rhyme way yeah. better than that. That's just lazy. Yeah, no, that, that's that's one. really what it is, yeah. It doesn't lazy. sound good. Mm-mm. There's too much space in between shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm all for changing up a flow. I'm all for doing something different. Start out with that, but like move on. Change it up, yeah. yeah. Do like the first like four bars, maybe like that, and then switch it up, exactly. pick it up, whatever you want to do. Same thing Hova did, and fucking fuck with me, you know I got it. Yeah, well, he he changed it he up because he started out just like Ross, and then he'll hope dump dump da 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 dump yeah dump dump da 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 like he yeah. switched it up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to. I feel like you have to. Yeah, for sure. And it was the only reason that song was like saveable was because as soon as JSD right. went in, he started something different. But I tell you what, though, and again, I'm saying this without having ever heard the song yet. Uh-huh. It's gonna be a hit regardless. Oh, though. I'm sure. Just Rick Ross, of the two names that are Drake, are you serious? and I'm guessing from the title, it's about like a bitch or whatever, like a girl. Probably. So I don't really remember. I was, I was. Yeah, just I just heard the in. song. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I wasn't on the level. I'm with you. <laughs> you wasn't. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I, for people who really listen to me, y'all know what the fuck y'all know what the fuck that means. You have it on, basically. It's not really processing, but you have it on. Exactly, exactly, much, exactly. Much. Much. All right, and uh, actually, Jay Z, I heard about this like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He's I forget what the company it was, and my bad, don't have oh, research yeah, 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 and shit. Yeah, yeah. But he's working with a uh, a weed growing company. I guess that's what you call them, weed pro- producers, cultivators, cultivators whatever. Yeah, uh, and he's basically hiring ex cons that were arrested under weed charges uh, to come and work for the company, which is great because now they have jobs coming out of fucking jail and they've got good paying jobs, I'm assuming, coming out of jail or at least okay paying jobs. Right. Uh, And it's in an industry that they already know so they don't have to learn a whole bunch of new skills. They just gotta learn the new stuff in that field and all the legality stuff, which you can fucking learn. Right. And I think that's great. Yeah, and shout out to Ho for like, I seen somebody that they, they, I forgot who it was that said this, but pretty much he was saying he's being like the ultimate OG in the rap game right now. I mean, yeah. Because facts. if you think about it, now obviously he has a lot of more 
resources than other OGs might have. Yeah. Uh, starting off with like a billion dollars. <laughs> but also, you know, he just has, I hate to put it this way, but he's like one of the black people that white people are like, yeah, you know Jay. Mm-hmm. You know Jay. Yeah, Jay, man. Yeah, now after a while, you know, he's like that, um, not, not quite cookie cutter, but clean enough that yeah. the white people are just like, okay. They're, they're basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel like he can reach out to different different people that your average rapper probably couldn't. Yeah. Um. But definitely, man. Shout out to him for for just you know, like you said, helping out people coming out fresh out of jail. Facts. Like you said, they're doing what they were doing even ultimately before, just mm-hmm. legal now, basically. So, um, I feel like that that's great. You know, like you're ultimately still letting people do what they want to do, but just showing them another route. Yeah. You don't have to keep trapping. You could, you know, do the shit legally. So, um, yeah, shout out to him. You know, yeah. and obviously, you know, he's had a lot to do with, uh, the Meek Mill case. Yeah. Uh, which we'll dive into a little bit more with Meek Mill in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, he's, he's just, he's done a lot for people, you know, <laughs> uh, financially wise or, or however you want. Just you know? the community. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, like Jay Z is like really, he's kind of really affecting change in his older age. But he's, see, and, and I feel like he kind of, Cause he didn't have to take this this route. Oh no, he didn't. He could have sat back and just been as ratchet like, as he ran wanted. Ran off be. into the sun, in mm-hmm. the sunset, being wilding out. But I feel like he's like essentially gonna like, like stamp himself as just like on another level yeah. as far as any other. Because I feel like he kind of at this point kind of already has just just off of money alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So exactly. But um, yeah, man. Shout out to Jay Z. Shout out. Um, and, you know, we just mentioned Meek. Uh, yeah. Meek. Also, just signed uh, some kind of uh, label, de- like I guess label deal is what you I, would call I'm, it. I'm, I'm not sure what you would even call it, but yeah, like I guess. Well, he launched his label, yeah, with I guess through Rock or Nation. with Rock Nation, yeah, right. Um, and we were watching a video earlier before we started uh, where they asked Ross how he felt about that, and I, I wasn't even sure if this was like like a collaboration, like half, you know. If he just Maybach switched sides, music. or he decided to leave Maybach. Yeah, and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, I, and honestly, from that response, I didn't really get a clear response. I don't know. And I, I, it sounds more like Ross is proud of him. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, that, that's I feel like that's great, especially the nigga just got off probation. Mm-hmm. He's, oh, he's probably like the best time of his life right now. You know what? It could just be because I mean, look at this. Like Wale wasn't signed to Maybach Music. Well, he was signed to Maybach Music, but he had his distribution through mm, Rock, Rock Nation. Nation. Okay. So Probably. maybe this is something like he's got his junk and it's like, I guess backed or whatever by Rock Nation. Right. But it may, it maybe it's more like a subsidiary of it and not like an actual equal part of Rock Nation. Like it would be under Rock Nation, but it's his label under Rock Nation and like then the Umbrella Corporation. Just kind of like how he wasn't, uh, he was signed. Was he signed to Maybach? I guess he was signed to Maybach. Um, but I don't know if he had his distribution through Maybach. Also, I would feel like him and Wale did. I'm thinking about it like kind of like that it would be kind of like um like the whole Young Money Cash Money thing. Okay. Where like you know how like obviously the big umbrella is Cash Money Records, mm-hmm. and you have Lil Wayne come in and create his shit. Create his shit. So got you. Got you. I'm guessing that's probably what Meek is gonna do. Yeah. But definitely shout out to Meek and shit. Yeah. I'm interested to see who he's trying to sign on this Dream Chasers label yeah. though. Yeah. And, and honestly, right, I hope, I hope because it, it, it blows me when a rapper starts their own little look record label it's a bunch of like their homies mm-hmm. don't get me wrong I get putting niggas on and shit but ultimately I'm trying to hear good, good rap music good fucking rap exactly so, but I mean that's me. why I was kind of weird about Ovio because like Ovio started out with him and all his people 
but then it was just like they kind of signed some of outside people, but yeah. then like they didn't keep all of the outside people. So. And now who knows what OVO is? Exactly, like, it's it just is, Drake right. at this yeah, point. Drake, Drake yeah. and uh, his his uh, producer. <laughs> yeah, Drake and uh, Forty. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it is. So hey, whatever. But uh, yeah, good luck to uh, Meek and the Dream Chasers label. Yes, sir. And um, me, Rock Nation is making moves. No, nah, they Music, are. Music, sports, man. Dog, I, I didn't realize how many, not only uh, like baseball players, a couple basketball players, mm-hmm. boxers even, yep. are all signed to Rock, Rock Nation. Label, yep. And I'm assuming that Jay is getting some of it. At least some I of it. I mean, them. it's his business, yeah, so I'm assuming business. he's getting yeah. a good amount of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that is crazy, dog. Like, this nigga's really out here doing everything, dog. Yeah. Like, I mean, good for you, Jay. Keep yeah. the shit up. Have multiple streams of revenue. That's how you yeah. make that long money. That's a fact. And you, are, your kids are already talented. Shit, Blue Ivy Carter is doing. Oh yeah, shit. yeah, I seen that shit. Man, who need the the other two are still too young, but who not shit. I mean, Blue Ivy Carter, that I heard something on the Reed podcast the other day that she's been on so many songs that she is like only like three or four songs away from being able to be like one of the people that votes on like Grammys and shit. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey dog. I, I don't know how true that I'm is. I was saying, I hope that's not but true. If it's true, because I mean, the first song that she was on was her talking gibberish as a baby. Right, right, right. And then like her talking as a little kid. Who knows if she's even singing on her mother's shit? Because apparently the child can sing. Hold on. So how does that work? Like, or I'm I'm not sure if you probably looked in that deep to it. But I'm like, not sure how it works. But I mean, if you're if, you look, if, if you're on a song, if you're featured on the song as one of the artists, you will get royalties off that song. And you will get oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, like, you'll get stuff off that song. Like if it's a popular fucking song, you'll continue to get royalties on it, even if you even if you were a baby at the time. Which is like why he's putting us like uh, DJ Khaled is putting Assad on everything. Like Assad has been executive producer of at least two albums. So no matter he'll always yeah get he'll it. always have money coming in, especially if his father keeps putting him as executive producers. Right. Like he's probably got a a smooth five to ten million probably in his own account right now. <laughs> and that's just off of being an executive producer from birth. Right. And <laughs> from doing nothing. So. Hey man. Who who the fuck knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you, man. And you know, like. I don't know, dog. I feel like if I was in that position, I wouldn't do that just because I would want my kids to like. I don't know. I don't want my kids to like feel a little broke. Not broke, but like a so, little. Yeah, like yeah. A little. Not be spoiled. Yeah, not not be spoiled and shit. But like, yeah. no, we got money, but like we ain't got money like that. Yeah. <laughs> if you want your own shit, you better fucking work, nigga. There you go. Yeah, we got money. You're not starving. You got a roof over your head. You got clothes on your back. Yeah, you clothes on your back. But you want that new Xbox game? You better go fucking mow that lawn or Get something. Good job, boy. Something. Save save up your allowance. That's a fact. Alright, well, uh, we tend to listen to a lot of new albums here, uh, doing a lot of, uh, hip hop heads type material type things. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there an album, something new that you, that's caught your ear recently? Yeah, um, we got talking about it earlier, the Bandana album. Oh, yeah. By Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Yep. Um, in case you guys were not hip, and I don't know if you are, Freddie Gibbs actually linked up with Mad Lib previously. Yeah, I have Pin- that album. Pin- oh, Pinata, you're, yep, you're- I have Pinata. That album was dope. So, you know, they, they did that before, and we actually reviewed, uh, um, the currency and Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, like, I actually had never heard of Freddie Gibbs until, like, recently. And it kind of blows me because, like, you know, we're, we're also reviewing the, um, the, the Jeezy mixtape, mm-hmm. uh, The Real is Back. And he had Freddie, Freddie Gibbs on the last track. Oh, damn. I and haven't gotten to that track yet. Yeah. And, and this, this drone is like 2010, I believe, or oh. 2009. 
So I mean, Freddie Gibbs been in the game for a while. I've known of Freddie Gibbs for a while. I just have never heard anything right. from him until like the last two years. Yeah, I don't, I haven't even heard of him to be honest. Like Freddie Gibbs for a minute, but um, but yeah, no, he's, well, I heard about Freddie Gibbs the same time I heard about like Red Cafe and okay, okay, niggas okay. like that. And a lot of those niggas never popped. Yeah, and, you're right. I, I, but I but Freddie Cafe. Gibbs has always been under under more underground, I guess you want to say, more low key, not as as mainstream. But like he has an album, I cannot remember the name of it to save my life, but it was pretty dope. I wish like I order one or yeah. Um, I want to say it's it's less than five years old, probably. Um, let me look and see. Shadow of a Doubt. I'd have to see the <clears throat> album cover to remember. Oh damn, we don't have Freddie Gibbs on uh on Wikipedia, yo. He got it. Okay, so Freddie Gibbs apparently is not have a Wikipedia page. What's not? Are you spelling D D E I? No, I did E E Y. Yes, D D. Okay, which one of these is uh? I listened to that Freddie one for. I guess I did listen to the 2018 Freddie album. That joint was pretty dope. Um, I listened to that joint. I guess Pinata was the first one I listened to. I thought there was one <clears throat> older than that that I liked. The only reason I got the Freddie album was because he looked like um Teddy Pendergrass on the front of it. <laughs> See, look at this. Wikipedia, Freddie Gibbs. That's, yeah. You, <laughs> nah, man. I mean, dude is dope, dog. You know what I'm saying? We heard him on the, on, well, I initially first listened to him on the. <laughs> oh, Kenyatta was with Mad Lib too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, oh, was, it was, uh, it. yeah, it was, um, that was like the first little collab or whatever. Okay. But, so um, his collab albums are legit because there's Pinata, Fetty, and Bandana. Yeah. <laughs> and what and, and, Fetty and, was with Currency and The Alchemist. Yeah, I about to say, Al- another legendary Alchemist, producer. Oh my God. Duh, I, I, I fucking love The Alchemist. Son, his like drums are just so vicious, dog. Like, I don't know, son. Alchemist is the man, is the man son. He just is something special. And, and I feel like he's underrated. I feel like he's oh, underrated. Completely. I feel like a lot of people still don't even know who the fuck he is. Yeah, yeah. They, they know some of his biggest hits. Yeah, hell yeah, dog. That's just crazy to me. Man. That's just crazy. But definitely, um, you know, Freddie Gibbs the man. Check out, uh, even though this isn't an album suggestion, but that's what I've been trying to, you know, listen to a little bit here and there. Yeah, he has three EPs, four EPs with Mad Lib. What? Thuggin', Shame, Deeper, and Nick's remix. I did not know that. Oh, and he's that. got one with Static Selector, who's another underrated fucking yeah. producer. Oh my god. See, he's just working with the right people. These are, these are the type of motherfuckers I grew up listening to, like, the more underground joints that, like, you would have heard, like, Nas and AZ and Cormega and, and even Foxy rhyme over, because Foxy didn't rhyme over mainstream beats until, like, later on in her career. You know what I think it is, right? I feel like it's people who stay in their lane mm-hmm. and keep hitting that lane hard, and eventually you get to the point where you're making albums with Madeline, yep. Alchemist, you know what I mean? I feel like, Static. yes, yep, yep so... You said it's an EP? Yeah, well, the, he, you go down to the EP oh, list. Oh, yeah. yeah, Thuggin, Deeper, Shame. and then two others, yeah. Oh, damn, he do got three. Uh, there's some Freddie Gibbs shit I gotta go check yeah, out. Yeah, we gonna check that shit out. <laughs> Definitely gonna check that shit out. That's crazy. Man, Static, man. I remember when I first heard of Static Selected, that was, whew, I was shocked. I was like, this man, what? Okay, let's check all of his shit out right now. Bro, <laughs> this is, yeah, dog. So he had the Static joint and... Two of the Mad Libbers within the same year. Damn, see? I want to listen to that. Yeah, I want to listen to that. For sure. So, yeah, nah, Freddie gives the man, dog. All right. 
Well, my choice for uh, this joint is going to be uh, Mustard. DJ Mustard, previously known as as I'm told. Uh, album was Perfect 10. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really go all the way in for some of the ratchet shit all the time, but this album hit all up and down. It wasn't that long. It was an easy listen. And it was fun to listen to. And it bangs in the whip, which is one of the important things for the summer for me. You know what I'm saying? You right. Gotta, you gotta no, have right. an album that you're bangs right. in the whip. You, you do definitely so, gotta have some of that nature. And plus, it's got Pure Water on it, which is the first single. Oh, it doesn't uh, have it on single. There? And young. I didn't know he produced that joint. I didn't know he did either until I saw them pro- uh, do it on the BET Awards. Holy <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they performed it. And I, they were like, oh, yeah, it's Mustard featuring Amigos. I was like, I thought that was just the Amigos. <laughs> Hold on. Water? Yeah, Pure Water. Oh, I'm Ice Drip, Pure Water, Pure Water. I'm over here. I'm, I'm tripping. I'm over here. Do, 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 I, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Nah, for some reason, I mixed up uh, that song with the uh, School Boy Q joint. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you talking about that joint. Hold on. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was a uh, motherfucking uh, Migos on that joint. But, but yeah, nah, Just I, like uh, I didn't know that was School Boy Q. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I'm not a big fan of West Coast style beats. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't listened to this album. Is that something that's predominant throughout? Pre- it's not, actually. Really? Nah, it's it's very it's very switched up. Okay. Because, I mean, obviously, the pure water doesn't sound West Coast. At least not yeah, to me. Maybe, true, maybe, yeah. maybe the... But even then... It doesn't really, like, it sounds more yeah. of the commonplace what's going on right now. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, but no, nah, like, it's, it's a legit album. I and it has, a, like, a little, I guess if you want to call it half verse from Nipsey at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I mean I, I like what he did, but I kind of wish it would have been a little bit more to it, like another verse to it. But he kind of did the whole thing where he has like the one verse, the hook replays a couple times, mm-hmm. and then he plays uh, I think a couple interviews from. from oh Nipsey. yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I haven't heard to be honest the rest of the album, but okay. definitely want to check that joint out. All right, and uh, so yeah, those are new albums that we liked, That's and. It. So to wrap up the episode, uh, cause we're running a little long today. Sorry about that, y'all. But y'all might enjoy it. You yeah, know, you know, know ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, you have an album suggestion for everybody out there today? Yes, sir. Damn, I just had it. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. Damn, dog. I, I had, I was like, yeah, that's gonna be the one I'm gonna talk about. I had a backup, so I'm just going my backup. Um, because I feel like this is a real big album for me. Uh, like, more, more so nostalgia, maybe. I'm gonna have to, cause, I don't know if you've ever done that, where you listen to an album that you used to listen to all the time back in the day, and you mm-hmm. go back to it and you're just like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's not, not what I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm still rock with this one though. Uh, Hustler's Poem by Jim Jones. Okay. Uh, 2005-ish, I believe, is when that joint came out. Uh, Max B was all over that joint. <laughs> you already know what that shit brung, so definitely check that joint out. Uh, that was like in the middle of Dipset. Well, maybe towards the end of Dipset's like big, big, uh, popularity or whatever, but definitely, t- uh, check that joint out. Okay. Um, if you're already a fan of Jim Jones, check that joint out. And even if you're not, cause I know a lot of people don't really fuck with, like, they say he's like the least good rapper out of, uh, you know, Cam and, and Jewel's. Yeah. But I feel like he did his thing on this joint. So okay. definitely check out Hustler's poem. Uh, that was the truth. Alright. <clears throat> I'm going to go with this week, uh, Big Crit. Crit is here. Uh, and the one thing I'm going to have to say about this album is that it flows very nicely. I've gone ahead and give it like two or three listens by now. Okay. Uh, the joints with uh, the f- number five, The Addiction with Lil Wayne and um, Shoddy or, or Sweetie or something like that. I don't remember how to, I don't know how to say Oh, Sweetie. Sweetie, so- yeah. yeah. Uh, that joint is actually pretty dope. Uh, the one with Rico Love, Obvious, and uh, the one with J. Cole, Prove It. 
both yeah, vicious. The John with, I heard the John with J. Cole. That John's pretty tough. Hell yeah. So if you get a chance, pick that up. Crit is usually a really good rapper. I feel like he's just thrown underrated under the bus. For whatever reason, I don't I don't get it. I have no idea. But like honestly, like his last three albums that I can remember, unfortunately I can't remember what the first one that I'm thinking of is called, but Catalactica and this one. Great albums. Like I don't know why this nigga is slept on at this point, but right. like Crit is probably one of the m- Consistent, most consistently good rappers out here when it comes to lyrics and beats. Yeah, because his beats aren't like whack beats, at they're all. not boring or anything at like all. So it's just like you, y'all, check out this album. Big Crit, Crit is here. Y'all, he's from, is he? Listen. He's from the South, right? Yeah, he's he? from. Um, I don't want to say he's from Mississippi. Because uh, I was about to say maybe he's a uh, yeah, Mississippi. Uh, maybe he's bigger like in the south maybe maybe but i mean but but, you, but you, then again it's not like back in the day where like certain artists were big certain places i feel like yeah. it's kind of like and when the south had its blow up crit wasn't part of that it, he yeah. came after that yeah you're right you're right so maybe i don't know but like definitely check out this album i don't i don't think you guys will be disappointed at all no i'm done don't that and at this point we're going to go ahead and close out the show for today yes, of sir. course thank you as always for listening uh want to shout out a couple of places before okay. we uh get up out of here and uh one of the places i wanted to shout out was one of our newest uh biggest listenings in the last month which was come from vietnam okay mostly from ho chi minh city so shout out to everybody in vietnam and in ho uh, Ho chi minh city Uh, shout out to brazil keeping it live with us in south africa Uh, of course the the united kingdom and canada are always rocking with us Uh, nigeria germany and ghana zambia france kenya uh, Angola, uh, Ireland, Portugal, the Philippines, everybody, we really appreciate y'all checking us out. Even damn, down in Haiti, we got niggas in Haiti listening to us. Shout to y'all, man. What's good, y'all? Um, but yo, uh, you know, you can find the podcast on yeah. SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, and iHeartMedia. You can find us on Facebook by searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. H-Cubed. Uh, podcast all spelled out mm. and uh, is there anything else you want to tell the people today sir uh no man just keep rocking with us we're gonna keep rocking with y'all yes sir and yes, sir. um if you haven't checked out them album reviews the nas or the nav one yep check, check that out. out we have uh in the next couple of next week i believe uh the benny the butcher album the plugs i've met and uh the red is back by jeezy yep all of those are going to be coming out soon so definitely be on the lookout for those yes sir yes sir thank you for tuning in most of all yes sir and on that note we out of here love you Peace. peace